It's prime time, so you know that Jesus reigns. We hear the word and we never be the same. We speak the truth and we never play it. Welcome to Primetime Faith, the podcast that keeps young people and parents informed about current events and helps you activate your faith right now. My name is Jerome Baker, and I hope everyone is having a wonderful day. As always, I'm excited about today's episode. Today is going to be the second part of our series that we started earlier in the week about hell. It is going to be part two, Hell's Fury. Now, before we get into today's episode, I want to invite you to join me on tomorrow. I'm going to release a bonus episode. Hopefully I can do it weekly or every other week, but I'm going to be dealing with some current events that have been taking place in the news that affects young people and parents, keeping us informed. And we're going to look at them from a biblical perspective. So much is going on in these last days uh, in our communities and in our world. Sadly, many of these events are not looked at from a biblical perspective. So we're going to take a look at a few things that I think is noteworthy that young people need to know about. Parents need to know about so we can continue to train our young people up in the way that they should go. Well, let's get to today's episode, part two of the depths of hell. We're going to do a four part series throughout this month, looking at different aspects of hell. And we learned on the last episode or part one, we learned that hell is a prepared place for the devil and his angels. But hell will also contain the wicked because they have sinned and nations that have forgotten God will be turned into hell according to Psalms 9 and 17. So when we die, you're going to one of two prepared places. Heaven is prepared for the saints hell is prepared for the devil and his angels and the wicked shall be turned to hell and those nations or people that forgot God. So today we're going to look at hell's fury. Okay, we're going to look at what goes on in hell. Uh, It's sad that when you look at so many different movies and television shows, you hear little cliches. Enemy think he real slick. He'll say things like, You'll hear people talking. They'll be like, I'll see you in hell. But see, we should never say that. <laughs> After today's uh, discussion and lesson, that should be something you you never say. I'm not going to see anybody in hell. Or you got Fox. They have Lucifer, a television show about uh, Lucifer who leaves hell, comes to heaven and helps humans do good. That I mean, come on now. That does not line up with scripture. The devil walks around, the Bible says, as a roaring lion seeking whom he can destroy, not looking to help folk. And once a person is in hell, we're going to learn there's no escape from hell. So we need to know the truth about these things that are presented toward us or to us because it is the truth that will make us free. Hell is not a place of pleasure. Hell is a place of fury, torment, pain. No pleasure at all is in hell. And I want you to keep in mind 
that what we learned in the last or the first episode is that there are going to be more people in hell than in heaven. The Bible teaches that hell and destruction are never full. The Bible teaches that there is a, a narrow way that leads to life, but there is a broad way that leads to destruction. And there are many that go thereby. And so I don't know about you. I am not going to be one of the many that is on the way to hell. Let's look at hell's fury today. Let's look at what goes on in hell to some people. This will be eye opening. This will be new to others. It will be a reminder uh, about hell. Okay, so let's look at Luke 16. Luke 16, if you're riding in your car, of course, you just need to listen along or working out. We're going straight to the Bible. We're going to look at verse 22 through 23. And this is a story, actually not a parable, but Jesus was telling an actual story about two people that died. One was poor, one was rich, one went to heaven, and the other one says, we're going to learn he went to Hades or hell. Notice in verse 22, it says, so it was that the beggar died and was carried by the angels to Abraham's bosom, which is figurative of heaven. The rich man also died and was buried and being in torments in Hades or hell, he lifted up his eyes and saw Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom. First thing I want you to learn about hell when you consider these two verses is that hell is a place of torment. It is a place of pain and the people that are in hell because their soul is being punished, they can actually sense and feel what is going on in hell. He describes it as a place of torment. Look at this. He has feelings. He lifted up his eyes. He saw he could comprehend things. So he was feeling what was going on, being in a place where you're feeling all of the pain. See, there's no pain, no sorrow in heaven. We experience pain and sorrow here on earth. But when we die, that passes away. But in hell, a person feels torment and pain, not for a week, not for a month, but for eternity, forever, not 10 years, but my mind can't even wrap around how long eternity is. But it it says that he was in torment. This man was hurting. OK, we're going to stay right here in Luke 16 and verse 24 through 25. It tells us something else about hell. It says, then he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me and send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue. For I am tormented in this flame. But Abraham said, son, remember that in your lifetime you received your good things and likewise Lazarus evil things. But now he is comforted and you are tormented. 
Second thing I want us to understand and remember about hell. Hell has agony in fire. Agonizing fire. Goodness, he said, I am in torment in this flame. Tormenting fire. It was so hot. He didn't want water to quench the heat. He just wanted water or a drop <laughs> of water on his finger to cool his his tongue. That's how hot it was. Lord have mercy. Just a drop to cool his tongue. <laughs> I can't even imagine how hot it is because when I'm hot, I need water to cool my whole body. He said, no, just give me water to cool my tongue. He didn't even want a whole cup of water. He said, just dip your finger in the water and let me get that little drop. That's hot. That is agonizing. That is tormenting. Lord have mercy. Inhale, tormenting in fire Lord have mercy Mark 9:43 gives us our third truth and it reads if your hand causes you to sin cut it off or it is better for you to enter into life maimed rather than having two hands to go to hell into the fire that shall never be quenched so not only is the fire tormenting, not only is it forever, but then he says that the fire that is in hell cannot be quenched. You can't put it out. <laughs> Good gracious. There's no comfort in it. You know, when we have fire here on earth, when I, when I light my fireplace or my oven, I open it up and the heat gets too hot to handle I can step back I can find some comfort I can get some air I can open the door and cool myself I can turn a fan on but in hell the fire can never the Bible says be quenched never and a person remember is in hell because they practice sin my question is is it worth it whatever you are dealing with if it is sinful is it worth risking your soul and dying and ending up in a place where the fire is eternal it's tormenting and it can never be quenched Lord have mercy it's just not worth it I mean it's getting high worth this A relationship worth going to hell. Lying, is that worth going to hell? I mean, when you look at scriptures, you find so many reasons or sinful behavior why people end up in hell. My thing is, is it worth it? Something I learned from my pastor and I and I often say and teach the young people, I'm not going to hell for no body <laughs> I ain't going to hell for nobody now check this out the fourth thing is found in Mark 9 and 44 
Then he continues and says, where the, their worm does not die and the fire again is not quenched. He comes back in the next verse and talks about that fire again. But here in hell, there is a worm, a tormenting worm that does not die. A worm that does not die eating in and out of a person's body. It does not die. Woo, Jesus. You can try to stomp it, squish it, and it will not die. Pull it out. That worm will not die. Oh, I remember back when I was young, I wasn't a big Star, Star Trek fan, but there was this they had a movie called The Wrath. Was it? it was Star Wars, The Wrath of Khan, or something like that. But they had this scene where they put this worm, and I still cringe today. They put this worm in this man's ear, and it just ate through his brain until it finally killed him. Could you imagine a worm that doesn't die goes in your ear? comes out your chin oh god no Mm -mm. so you got this worm that doesn't die fire that cannot be quenched fire that is tormenting eternal torment remember in heaven there's no sickness so there's sickness on earth and in hell The Bible even talks about how there is weeping and gnashing of teeth in hell. Then it talks about how it's dark. There's the chains of darkness in hell. People locked down in chains. See, where the presence of the Lord is, there is liberty. But in hell, people are in bondage, in chains, in darkness. Good God. Weeping and gnashing of teeth. Could you imagine the sh- the screams, the shrieking? Oh, Lord, I can't. I'm, I'm just trying to phantom it in my mind. Hell is furious. I'm not going. <laughs> now, the last thing I want us to understand about hell, all of these tormenting things going on in hell, only one person has authority over hell and that's Jesus Revelations 1:18 says I am he who lives and was dead and behold I am alive forevermore amen and I have the keys of Hades or hell and death Jesus is the one who has authority over who goes to hell and who goes to heaven. Jesus has in heaven what the Bible calls the book or the Lamb's book of life. But here in this verse, he has the keys to hell and death. He has authority. He's the one that decides who goes and who does not go. For the Bible says Jesus is the way he's the way the truth and the life 
No man can go to the Father except by, by him. But on the other hand, if the Lord says, depart from me, I never knew you, you worker of iniquity. His word is already settled. What door the Lord closes, no man can open. Once a person is in hell, that's it. I didn't read it, but over back in the book of Luke 16, when that rich man died, the Bible says that there was a gulf fixed between him and Lazarus, who was in Abraham's bosom or in heaven. See, once a person goes to hell, that's it. Ain't no coming out. Ain't no fighting or escaping from hell. That's it. The Lord has sealed it. That's it. And so now, while we're alive here on earth, the choices that we make determine what happens to us when we die. That's why the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus. If you have not made Jesus your Lord and Savior, if you are in a backslidden place, it's time to repent and believe the gospel. At the end of the book of uh, Luke, I got to read this in Luke 16, 27. This is where we're in today, today's teaching or lesson. Luke 16, 27 through 30. The man, remember, he was in hell being tormented, okay, by the flames. He, he was really going through. He wanted water. He was hurting. And so he cries out. Listen what he said. I beg, I beg you, therefore, Father, that you would send him to my father's house. For I have five brothers that he may testify to them least they also come to this place of torment. He didn't want any of his family members to come to hell. So he's asking the Lord to send somebody, send Lazarus, let him come back and go to the house and tell my family they don't want to come here. They need to get saved. Verse 29, Abraham said to them, listen, they have Moses and the prophets. Let them hear them. And he said, no, Father Abraham, but if I goes, but if one goes to them from the dead, they will repent. But he said to him, if they do not hear Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded, though one rise from the dead. See, the Lord knew. He said, if, if they're not going to listen to Moses and the prophets after Moses, what makes you think? that they're going to listen to somebody who I send from the dead. We need to listen to God's prophets. I'm crazy enough to preach about hell <laughs> because this is what the Lord told us to do. And woe be unto me if I don't preach the gospel. He said, listen to the prophets. Listen to these anointed preachers that's telling you, you don't want to go to hell. But Jesus gave something that was so profound. He said, if they don't hear the prophets, what makes you think that they're going to hear someone who rose from the dead? It's my prayer that you listen and take heed to this message. 
Hell is a place of fury, torment. You do not want to go there. Repent and make Jesus Lord and Savior of your life. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your mercy. You are showing us in your word that hell is real. I don't have to go there to know that it's real. I see it in your word. And I know, Lord, that your word, the Bible says that your word, the entirety of your word is true. It's my prayer that someone that's listening, Lord, that they would hold on to what was heard today and continue to serve you with fear and trembling. And if someone is not born again, I pray that they repent, Lord, and turn from their sin and make you Lord and Savior, because hell is a place that we do not want to go when we die here on earth. I believe you've heard me and it's so done in Jesus name. Amen and amen. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you are enjoying these brief devotions that I'm doing here on Primetime Faith. I would love to hear from you. If it's been a blessing or strength to you, stop by my website, jabmen.com. You can email me from there. I have links to my music you and your family can listen to. And you can follow me on my social media platforms. With that being said, don't forget, join me on this Friday, the next episode. We do these episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. So this Friday is going to be a special episode where I deal with current events from a biblical perspective. So join me then. Until then, have a wonderful day. And may God bless you.